Hey everyone, welcome to Screams After Midnight. I'm going to pretend that this is the first time I've introduced this episode, <laughs> and it's not true. But we talk about horror movies on this show. I'm Peter, that is Tim, and this is a special episode because this is the first episode that is uh, us doing a, a winner of a Patreon vote, because every month we have the you patrons... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you missed your camera the whole time, you were way off. Oh no, I'm pointing to my friend Joseph in my room. He's a patron. Hey, hey Joseph. How, how are you? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, so uh, every month patrons uh, pick, vote for a movie, and May was the first month of voting. They voted for a movie for June, and the theme of that vote was uh, Lucio Fulci, so it was all Lucio Fulci movies, and the winner was City of the Living Dead, uh, also known as Gates of Hell. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, the current vote that's going on during June for July's bonus episode uh, is summer-themed. I know what we did last summer's in there. I think Piranha's in there. Uh, there's a few... Th- I, actually, I don't have it in front of me, and I can't remember off the top of my head. I apologise. Madman. Madman's in there. Uh, uh, summer night, trap. deadly night. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to give false information. I don't have it in front of me, though. <laughs> uh, but patrons can vote on that until the end of the month, so the end of the last day of the month. You've got until then on Patreon. If you're in the $5 tier to vote for the, the next bonus episode movie. Oh, it feels good to be in that tier. <laughs> uh, Tim, you're hitting me with so much today that I'm just not prepared. Uh, so, before we get to actually discussing the movie, I want to point out that we actually started recording this last week... And we had technical issues, which about 15 minutes into it made us stop, and we had to wait, and we had to record it again. And as a result, this is the first of three movie recordings at the time of recording. You're not going to get them all back to back, you're getting them spread out through the week, because... Just cause. (laughs) Well, I'm not giving you all three episodes in one day. Oh, no. i got to spread that content out. I want to take some time off. And just sit back yeah. and enjoy the fact that we're recording three in advance. It's fine, go. You want to spread it like a good, like a nice piece of toast. You get that butter on there, you spread it up and down, get it all nice and buttery, and you get a nice piece of toast to enjoy the whole week. <laughs> no? <laughs> oh my god. Sitting the living have... dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving on, Tim. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, we're not dwelling on that metaphor. Moving on okay. to the movie itself, City of the Living Dead, Lucio Fulci. Mm-hmm. Uh, full spoilers for the movie because I feel like... This, I, I feel our second like, Fulci movie. It is our second Fulci movie. Done. We did The New York Ripper and mm-hmm. that was way back around episode, I want to say 20-ish? Yeah. Long time ago. Mm-hmm. Just young, freshly shaven little podcast boys. Because we we we're at over we're at like 130, 140 episodes now. Of this, ah, where's the time go? <laughs> That's a good question. Let you think about my choices in life. <laughs> Don't think too hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so set of the loving dead. Uh, yeah. First thing about this movie, I think, is the title's kind of a a misdirect because I feel like most people see yeah. City of the Living Dead, they think, mm. oh, that's uh, that's going to be a zombie movie. It's going to be like a Night of the Living Dead. Going to be like a Dawn of the Dead. One of those movies. That, that's going to be like my favorite movie, House of the Dead. 
Who's thinking that? My friend Joseph. Who's your friend Joseph? Was that that even on this take? I can't remember. The the night's all blurring together. Because as much as we started doing this last week and we had technical faults, we we also started it again about five minutes ago and then I realised I hadn't pressed record about three minutes in. And I have no idea if that Joseph joke was in this recording or on the previous one. I feel like if your life was a movie, the camera would just pan out and it would just show that you're not even talking to anyone. You're just in a room talking to like uh like a half drunk can of pepsi that's like balanced on a food tray to look like a microphone <laughs> and then some doctors just watching outside the window and they're just like hi man he, he he he's on his fifth take did i mention this is the first of three movie recordings in a row <laughs> i have two more that I used to sit through with tim and he's already like this what what hope do i have what hope do i have send biscuits <laughs> but it's not a zombie movie is what I was getting at it's not really a zombie movie uh, Gates of Hell is actually a much more accurate title to the, the plot of the movie because it's about a town uh, oh I forgot the name of the town Dunmore I think Dunwich Dunwich there you go uh, <laughs> I've done more that was a funny joke come on right, I liked it I'm, I'm proud of that joke I was trying to ice you, but it was, good. it was a good joke. <laughs> oh, we've got a fit of the giggles. I apologise. This episode's going to be a shambles <laughs> because of this. Right, so, Set of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. It's about a town called Dunwich. And in this town, because because it's buried, it's because it was built on the ancient... Well, <laughs> the Salem Witch Trials aren't ancient. They're not that old. But, yeah, yeah the, 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 it's built on top of the old Salem Witch Trials sort of area. And because of that, the, the, it literally has the gates to hell. And this priest commits suicide, he hangs himself, because he's evil, and he wants to open the gates of hell. And that starts the process, which starts a countdown to All Saints Day, and when we hit All Saints Day, if it's not closed, if it's not dealt with, mm-hmm. Earth is flooded with demons and zombies and everything else, and whatever, on the planet. Yeah. Say goodbye to your daily routine. Uh... See when you <laughs> see when you pause that much before you actually hit the end of your joke, Tim. I know it's going to be bad. <laughs> I know it's going to be bad. You've already set yourself up for failure at that point. Uh, and the flip side of the movie, though, we have uh, this psychic mm-hmm. lady named Mary who actually has a vision of the priest killing himself at the start of the movie mm-hmm. when she's in like a séance, and she dies as a result. She actually dies. And this this uh, reporter named Peter, this journalist, is looking for a story. He thinks this is suspicious the way she's died, and he actually goes to the cemetery. And event and we'll talk about this scene a bit more in depth in a second. But it turns <laughs> out she's not really dead. She wakes up in the coffin. Yeah, <laughs> and then the movie becomes they travel to the town of Dunwich because she knows something bad's going to happen. They kind of figure out they, they'll try to get there, and despite the fact that this is a town that functions and exists and has like people living in it, it's not on a map <laughs> because, of course, it's not. And yeah, you're sitting on the gates of hell. You don't really want to advertise it, you know. They don't know that. <laughs> They don't know that. Uh, our other main characters are from the town of Dunwich. Uh, a, a psychiatrist named Jerry and one of his main patients named Emily. Jerry! Damn it, Jerry. <laughs> uh, they're like the other main characters who they end up, they eventually meet up uh, once they, the, you know, the Peter and Mary finally get to the town, they meet up. Once Nick Fury brings them all together. And they form the Living Dead Avengers. <laughs> 
So, that's kind of the movie. Really what it is, though, for most of it, right? Because obviously, eventually, they get together and they try and solve things at the end. A lot of this movie, though, is you get Peter and Mary kind of like... We get, you know, her having her vision, she wakes up in the coffin, and that that's like one subplot throughout the movie. The other main thing that keeps happening is we keep cutting to Dunwich after the priest has hanged himself, and weird things keep happening. Because the gates have started to come open, there's these weird things going on. There's like... The, the, the people who are kind of dead and they're kind of zombies but not really because they kind of stare at people and it makes things happen and that kind of thing we have all these weird scenes of people throwing up their own intestines <laughs> and uh, other wacky stuff with gore inflatable and... dolls inflating themselves and yeah there's you know. this weird character named Bob who <laughs> seems normal enough but like everyone in the town thinks he's like a weird pervert and it's like oh no you can't hang around with Bob Bob's dangerous because uh, Jerry talks to his wife. He's like, "No, don't hang around with Bob. Don't let you hang around with that Bob." Uh, but yeah, he he finds like a an inflatable sex doll, a blow up doll, uh, in like an abandoned house, and is then excited when itself inflates, and he's all he's all happy. He's like, yeah, "Want to go with that?" Uh, but Tim, I, I've summed up the movie. I think is yeah. is as succinct as I, I should do. Uh, I really apologise for this episode. That was the least succinct description <laughs> of a movie I've ever given. Tim, did you enjoy yeah. City of the Living Dead, a.k.a. Gates of Hell, a.k.a. our current movie? Nope. <laughs> I was like, oh, is there another title? Uh, no, I really like this movie a lot. Um, I I feel like I haven't seen as many Fulci movies as I should have, uh, but the ones I have seen, I, I really, really enjoy. And... Uh, I actually watched this for the first time last October. Uh, it was on Shudder, and I was kind of, you know, especially you know during October, going through a big horror binge, and I was uh, kind of gobbling up a lot of stuff that I've never seen before. And uh, I watched this for the first time, and uh, I really enjoyed it. the, you know, the overall story is interesting, but that's um, not really, you know, where it shines. What's really great about this is the. Like you said, it's a series of vignettes of these really weird but really cool uh, kills and yeah, gore. It's the practical effects of these gory things that are kind of interesting. And there's a ghost yeah. coming for Tim right now, apparently, <laughs> from the sounds of it. Demonic banging all around. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's kind of where it shines. The story itself is actually really simple and not that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, that's kind of all it is. Uh, is, is they get there, they meet up with the, the couple, uh, some of them die, so, surprisingly, I actually kind of was surprised by one or two of the deaths, I wasn't expecting, uh, Peter certainly, I was not expecting him to die, because he felt like the main character. Yeah, and, and he, then Bob, Bob was, like, Bob didn't even get killed by, like, a ghoul or, or anything, no, he was just, like, he, an angry dude. Yeah, he, he, he sneaks into, like, uh, a car in a garage. Uh, <laughs> and I said that the, the American way, just so people would understand it. Uh, garage for... Uh, People of my yeah. uh, my own my own heritage. Uh, a car hole. I, I think car house would have made more sense than car hole. That's a it's an old Simpsons joke. Oh, but... is it? Okay, I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> I didn't get your your terrible Simpsons reference. Oh, it's okay. It's only one of the you know greatest shows of all time, but that's fine. <laughs> Maybe before it went on like 15 seasons too long. All right, but you can't discount those first like. Seven or eight seasons are pure gold, and they still hold up to this day. They are eight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
What a wanker. I, I have not watched an episode of The Simpsons in about f- 15 years, maybe? Maybe more? I still go back and watch those uh, early seasons from time to time. I still quite enjoy them. The last Simpsons thing I saw was the movie. And when I saw the movie, it had been like five years since I'd watched an episode. Yeah, I mean, I think that that goes for like a lot of people like around our age range. You know, a lot of people fall off. But Our age range? Am I not a millennial, Tim? Hey, uh, you're only like, what, three years younger than me? <laughs> Do you know what I like about that joke, Tim? Is that people who are just watching, if this is your first episode of Screams, that, 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 that was nothing to you. But if you're a regular watcher of the show, that joke just made you bust a gut. Congratulations, Tim. That was good. Um, so we're anyway. talking about the Simpsons. No, we're talking about of the Living Dead. Uh, All right. More specifically. <laughs> and yeah, I. But yeah, Bob. Uh, we're talking about Bob's death scene. Yeah, Bob's death scene. Bob. Bob. Yeah, Bob. So we see him run around. He almost runs into one of the zombie things at one point, and he. He has his run with the blop doll, you know, fear, fear for yeah. his life, uh, and he, he ends up leaving that scene because there's lots of like maggots and bugs and stuff and like a doll yeah. kind of thing. Oh, uh, a different doll, not a sex doll. Uh, yeah. he, he's practically in a doll factory, basically. I mean, is, I wonder if that exists. I wonder if there exists a factory that in one end of the the factory makes sex dolls, but in the other end of the factory makes regular <laughs> dolls for kids. <laughs> Uh, I hope there is because if if there is, then you know at one point there had to have been a screw up where someone was sent <laughs> like the wrong doll. Oh, uh, hey, hey, Becky, we got your doll for Christmas. Open, <laughs> open your present. Rips off the wrapping paper. Mommy, why, why is she naked? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm dear. glad you went that way instead of the the opposite would just be a guy going like, oh yeah, here's my doll. Then he's, he's oh, already he's already unzipped. He's got it out. Yeah. He's, you know, he's already he's already primed it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And he opens it. and It's just a regular doll. And he just kind of looks at it, mm-hmm. looks at his penis, looks back at the doll, yeah. and he's like, he's like, well, if you got lemons, make lemonade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's really sick. <laughs> uh. Um. Where? Look for that uh, this summer in Annabelle <laughs> Origins. <laughs> I, I believe it's Annabelle Creation, Tim. Alright, my bad. You horror wannabe fan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not the big Annabelle fan like you are. So we'll finish Bob's death scene someday. Uh, so Bob <laughs> Bob just needs into like, this, this car... And the girl who lives there, like, and she's late teens or whatever, because I think Bob's also in his teens. And yeah. she comes in and she's like, and he's like, oh, don't tell your dad I'm here because he'll, he'll get angry and kick me out. She's like, oh, no, I won't. And then she gets in the car with him. And they start to, yeah, do whatever, have a bit of fun. They, they get friendly. Yeah. She she seems to be okay with Bob. But then her dad comes out and he, <laughs> he like, rips her out of the car and he's, he's, he's upset and he starts, like, hitting at Bob. And he turns on this, uh, his, his drill. It's a drill with like a slider, you know. It's like a, you know, it's on a bench. It's not like a, a freehand drill. Yeah. And he, he basically pushes Bob's head into the <laughs> drill, and it is gloriously yeah. like it's a great practical effect. It looks great. Yeah. I love it. And now, as I'm watching this, you kind of think, although you know, it's absurdly how long it takes to push his head onto the drill, though, because we really get that. You know, it's kind of like a, that scene, like like a Bond movie where Bonds on the the tray get into the furnace, but it's like yeah. it's like taking so long to get there. That's what it feels like. <laughs> 
But then, you know, like you've watched sitcoms and stuff before. So, you know, that trope of like the angry dad who's, you know, threatening, you know, the young boyfriend or whatever. So you kind of think that's what it's going to be. Like he's going to turn on the drill and then he's holding his head and you're like, all right, he's not really going to kill him. And then you're like, oh, wait, this dad totally just killed this guy. I think I think what the movie's saying here is that it's because the the gates are opening, it's making people crazy. I think I think that's what it's getting at. Maybe <laughs> it's not just that this guy is actually that crazy that he he would kill this this Bob. That's one possibility, but I I wouldn't put it past this Fulci guy. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, I want to talk about I want to talk about the scene where because uh, Mary, as we said, dies in her seance when she right. gets this vision of the priest hanging himself. Which is a great image, by the way, of a priest like just setting up a, a noose in a tree in a cemetery and hanging himself. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, There's some pretty cool, creepy imagery. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But she she dies, and Peter, the journalist, is looking around. He, he tries to question the police. He tries to question uh, everyone involved. He goes to the cemetery. He runs into the two guys that are actually burying her, <laughs> and the, the two of the laziest people on planet Earth. Where Which, like, thank God. <laughs> they're, they're eating eating their lunch and they're, they're just wasting time talking about girls and then later on like they, they, they shovel half of the dirt in and then they're like not oh, even wait. half they do like three scoops oh whatever it's, it's a few scoops it's right? like a there's like a light dust on the coffin and then they go oh wait a minute it's five o'clock quite in time it's quite in time yeah we'll come back and finish tomorrow uh, pro- proper proper lazy Right, but basically, Peter's there as well, and he, as he's walking away, she wakes up in the coffin and she starts screaming, and it cuts mm-hmm. back out to him, and he sort of turns around, sort of like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna act this out, okay? I'm okay. Act this out." Peter will be playing the role of Peter. <laughs> keeps keeps walking, keeps walking. <laughs> cuts back to her, and she's doing. More screaming. She just maybe starts banging on the lid of the yeah. coffin. <laughs> keeps walking. Keeps walking. And she starts banging really loudly. Starts, you know, proper, proper banging, proper banging. <laughs> oh my no. god. And then he runs over. But it lasts so long. Because see when it fakes you out the first time and he turns around, you think, oh, right, this is where he's going to notice and he's going to like start walking yeah. back and hear her more clearly as he's walk- walking. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He turns back around and he's like, oh, it's a fake out. He doesn't hear her. It's going to be a dark, <laughs> buried alive moment. And then it happens again. And it happens again. And then eventually <laughs> it does go back and he's like, oh my God. Next thing I want to point out is his method of getting her out of the coffin. He grabs the pickaxe. <laughs> and he swings it at the coffin and it lands like an inch away from her face. Like, yeah. you almost killed her. <laughs> you you just heard her in time to save her life and you almost killed her. And then he does it yeah. again and it lands on the other side of her face. Mm. And then he does it again and it just lands in front of her nose. He almost mm. kills her like three times. <laughs> it's like, oh. And I, I think I mentioned this the first time we record, but I, I'm going to say it again because I really like the analogy. But it feels like if you're playing... Uh, a video game like a telltale game that has multiple choices <laughs> for an action and they always have like three that are like 
normal like you know one would be oh do you call out for help you know then the second one would be like do you open the coffin then the third one would be like do you call the police and then there's always that last really crazy one Mm -hmm. which would be Mm -hmm. do you pick up an axe and start chopping where her face would be (laughs) i feel like that they just (laughs) went straight for that last crazy option no i i i i concur (laughs) with that assessment and I'm annoyed because I'm sure I had a good joke as well in the first recording last week, and I don't remember it, and then it's just lost yeah. in the annals of time, and it's upsetting yeah. me. Yeah, buddy, of course you did. You had a real funny joke, man. Yeah. I hope you get bobbed. <laughs> I hope you get bobbed. I want you to Lord know knows, that. Lord knows I've been close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, come on, people. Would you trust this man? <laughs> you can tell Tim wasn't paying attention there for a couple of seconds. It took me a second to look. I was like, oh, "What the?" Would you trust that man with your daughter? I don't think you would. I don't think you would at all. Where were we? We're talking about the movie. We, we, uh, yeah, we finished Bob's death scene. We got to the coffin. We finished the coffin. Good. So they, they team up. They decide to come to Dunwich and. We have our standard. They pull over somewhere. They, they, they talk to another priest, and he's like, "Why do you want to go there? It's just oh, it's evil and stuff." Uh, there's a lot of characters in the town we kind of meet for one or two scenes. I mentioned earlier on, someone picks up their own like organs, and uh, this is a scene where the the priest appears in front of this car. Like this, you know, this car is parked, and the couple are making out, and she he stares at her so intently, and this is like his power that she starts vomiting. She starts crying blood first, and then she starts vomiting yeah. all of her intestines and organs and kidneys and whatnot. And this is another great scene that, kind of similar to the Peter scene, I thought would be a little shorter, mm-hmm. but they it goes going. on for a while. Like, they really made sure, like, you know, like, let's make sure it's all of her guts. Actually, do you know what I want to mention here that we've not, we've not brought up yet? is how good the music is. Because I feel like oh, the, sure. the two yeah. things you come to this movie for, you come for the really stylized gore uh, and the cool sort of atmosphere that it brings, but the music is phenomenal. Every time like the drum beats would kick in, it'd be like, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. Like, it had that pulse to it that made it feel like it's, you know, it's better. And there's a lot of the tracks that feel like they, they almost could go into a rock song. Like, yeah. it's almost like the opening bars to a rock song before it kicks in. Uh, well, it's funny you mention that because, like earlier, when you know you're saying the alternate title "Gates of Hell," like one of my first thoughts was like, "Oh, that sounds like a metal album or something." It kind of does. It kind of does. Uh, so, no, uh, I, I like the movie a lot as much as, much as I'm yeah. making fun of a lot of the scenes and I'm I'm poking fun at some of the various elements. Uh, but no, it it is a, a very enjoyable, yeah. you know, very watchable movie. Like, there's a little bit of cheese, but it's not like super cheesy it is cheese like a lot of the italian horror movies of the time it's really badly dubbed for a lot yeah. of it uh, and that's the sort now, of thing you over quite quickly now would this be considered a, a giallo film or is that more like kind of no, like ha- slasher yeah i think that has to be more of a i, I don't think uh lucio Fulci actually made what i'd call giallo a lot of the time like argento you- made a lot of that uh yeah. Unless my definition is wrong, unless it's just any Italian horror movie of this time period, in which case, fair enough. But I don't think it is. I feel like there's a certain... Uh, 
yeah, like I don't know the strict definition of it. I usually kind of just go by a feeling of it. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It'd be interesting to actually so, see what tech, the technical term, yeah, like definition is. All the movies that come to my head when I think of Giallo is it's all it's all Argento. It's Suspiria, mm-hmm. Bird with a Crystal Plumage, Deep Red. Mm-hmm. All, all those yeah. movies are kind of what spring to mind. But that's a uh, that's kind of that. Uh, so yeah, so Peter dies, as does Emily. Ends up being uh, Mary and Jerry who are left at the end. And, and John John. Oh, and well, hold on. Right, we'll get to John John. Okay. The kid, of course. <laughs> His entire family dies. <laughs> and he's he's orphan. He's basically going to be Batman. That's essentially what they're setting up. This kid's <laughs> going to be Batman. And but we get to the end of the movie. If I have a criticism about the ending, it's it's kind of like it's almost too easy. Like they figure out how to beat them. Yeah, they just kind of do it in one scene. It's really easy, uh, and they just sort of like melt, and it's done. Kind of mm-hmm. kind of idea, um, but that, that's kind of it. And uh, so, but the ending's weird though. Like the actual very ending, yeah. ending because they come back up because they're in the, the crypt. They go through like a semi, a sort of a, a yeah, crypt sort of entrance mm-hmm. in the cemetery that's meant to be above the gates of hell. And they go through and they find the priest and they find all this weird stuff and essentially the portal itself, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And they defeat the the threat. They saved the planet. The world's been saved. Mm-hmm. They come back up and John John, the kid, who, <laughs> who, they, who they had with them for a while before they went down into the crypt, they saved him after his entire family were murdered in his <laughs> house. Because I, I think it was his sister that was in the car, if I remember right. Oh yeah. That th- uh, spew up her guts. Yeah, and then she came for the parents. Mm-hmm. He comes running towards them, <laughs> at first all happy, and then yeah. the music gets really sinister, and it cuts back to uh, Mary and Jerry, and they both mm-hmm. look shocked, and she screams. <laughs> it freeze frames, and the movie ends. It cuts to credits, and, and, and it just, the screen just kind of like cracks and falls apart. <laughs> you're right, actually. Yeah, there's like an effect. You're right, <laughs> and. And that's the end of the movie. And <laughs> I, I, for the life of me, have no idea what that final... Like, why are they scared of John John running towards them? It makes no goddamn yeah. sense. There's nothing there. I did a little bit of digging. Ooh. I was curious. Apparently, apparently, there's various reports as to what the, the, the fault was. Okay. The, the most common one is that the editor spilled coffee on the film. What? <laughs> but there was more. There was another part to the ending. Okay. But the film is somehow ruined. The, the most popular theory is the editor spilled coffee on it, which is, <laughs> Jesus Christ, good luck getting another job editor. Um, <laughs> but apparently, like, Fulci wanted to go back and reshoot the ending so that he finished it, and the mm-hmm. studio, whoever was funding it, didn't let him. That, that, from a little bit of research, that seems to be what happened. So Jesus. that's how it ended. And really, all I would have done is I'd have had, I would have cut earlier. I'd have faded to black as they were coming out of the mm-hmm. crypt. And just like, that's the ending. But like, all right. So in your research, though, did it say what it was supposed to be? Like, was no one knows. John John? Oh, like Fulci never said. I don't think so. I, I couldn't find anything. <sighs> Fulci, what are you? What, what's going on, brother? What? <laughs> but I, I don't think it was his fault. I think he wanted to, you know, shoot more to to round right. It but, up, but but I'm saying, like, why didn't he ever, like, you know, say like oh, somewhere? Like, oh, I mean, I mean, I didn't search yeah. that hard. Like, it, it may exist. That's well, it, though. You, the fact you, that you started digging, and then yeah. you know, five o'clock quitting time came, and <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the, the fact that I googled 
like you know ending question you know set of the living dead ending and yeah. it came up with results of people asking what the hell and then the responses not knowing the answer but theorizing and talking yeah. about the, the film being ruined probably suggests that he never did come out and say oh that's what the ending is going to be yeah that's what well, it's strange but maybe <laughs> she just really didn't like john john <laughs> and i've seen uh what i mentioned there's a lot of bugs and stuff in this movie like a lot of maggots mm-hmm. and snails and that kind of thing I Creepy really crawlies. yeah. There's a scene where they're trying to like deal. Like they're they're in one of the houses or whatever in the town. It's all four of them are still there, and before I mean Peter, Peter, Mary, Jerry, Emily, the four sort of main adults, and all these like maggots start flying through the window. It's like biblical plague oh, right, kind right. of thing, and it's like landing in their face. It's in their mouth. It is so disgusting. I was cringing. Ugh. Uh, again, it's a very. Uh, well, we just debated if it was called a giallo, but it's a very uh, Italian horror movie from this era yeah. kind of thing to whip out the maggots and the snails and the worms and ugh. I was into it. <laughs> of course you were. Of course you were. You sick bastard. <laughs> but no, that's uh, that's anything we've glossed over, Tim, that you want to talk about, Ed? Like uh, acting, music, direction. Um, I think we we hit on most of it. Uh, yeah, like you said, the, the music is really good. It's really good um, direction. I quite like. I think Fulch is a good director, which is why you know, even though there's some really cheesy moments, like the build up to his scares are really good. Like the build up to yeah. the to the the creepy moments, really good. I, I I feel like I still haven't seen enough of his stuff. Like I, I definitely watched more. Uh, I think you know, there's quite a bit of his movies on Shutter. Um, and you know. I, I still feel like I've probably only seen maybe like five or so. Like, um, I'm excited. Like, he, he's definitely a dude, though, that I, I'm excited. Uh, you know, when I f- find a movie, like, oh, I haven't seen this one yet. I, I, I'm, I have no doubt we'll end up. Even though obviously the others lost the vote, I have no doubt we'll end up doing them at some point. I oh, have yeah. no doubt we'll end up doing all of his big stuff uh, as time mm-hmm. goes on. Uh, Zombie Two is going to happen. Nice. It's coming. It'll happen excited. at some point. I don't know when. But we're definitely going to do that at some point. Tomorrow. What, three tonight's not enough for you, Tim? <laughs> Jeez. Ah, oh, dear. But that that is, uh, I guess that's Set of the Living Dead. Uh, sorry if that one was a bit more erratic than normal. Uh, that's what happens when we had to postpone the recording for like half a week because there was technical faults. But that's what happens. Uh, but it's a good movie. It's a, if, if, yeah. if, if what we describe sounds fun, uh, good music, good style, cheesy characters and cheesy acting, and some bad dubbing, sure. But really good gore stuff, good music. Uh, it's, 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 I, I would rank it. I wouldn't rank it in the best of Filchy stuff because he does have genuinely better movies above this. But yeah, solid stuff, solid fun. And this is. Um, and I believe this is actually the start of his kind of unofficial trilogy. What is the unofficial trilogy, Tim? Uh, I think it starts with this and then The Beyond. And mm. I forget what the third one is. But there's a... Yeah, like if you... by the Cemetery, perhaps? Yeah, I think that's the one. Okay, okay. Yeah. But um... you know, like kind of how, um, you know, like Argento has... Uh, you know his like unofficial trilogy where you know it's not like a one two three movie yeah, but yeah, stuff yeah. that's kind of similar themed thematically it's like there you go great yeah anyway tim that leads us to to ratings what would you rate city of the living dead aka gets of hell aka 
give me your answer, you dick. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, I I really like this. Um, kind of like dancing between 7.5 and an 8. Um, I think I'm going to give it a 7.5. Uh, I, I really like that. I think there's a lot of good stuff, but um, I feel like at the end of the day... Uh, you know, it's definitely not my favorite Fulci, and it's not one that I'm in a super excited rush to watch again. Even though I, you know, watch it twice within you know relatively short period of time. But um, yeah, I think I think I'll go for seven point five. I think the plot's kind of not up to any particular standard enough that I yeah I, I think I I land on a sort of solid seven, uh, mm-hmm. but it gets to seven for the things I've mentioned. Uh, the gore, the music, the overall atmosphere, uh, mm. the direction, uh, that, that's what I like about it. But that, that is definitely 7 out of 10 for me. So yeah. that's Say the Living Dead. Mm. Well, I guess that wraps up the episode. Uh, let us know what you thought of it in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. Head over to patreon.com slash TV If you want to support the channel, support this show and what we do. Uh, you get obviously those bonuses related to the horror sh- movie sort of stuff that we do and everything else, including as we said the vote and the five dollar tier. But yeah, have a have a look, see see see, see, what, see what you like. Uh, some of the goals are horror movie related, where me and Tim will do extra stuff should we hit certain amounts. So have a have a look. We'll spend a night in a abandoned cabin in the woods. Not sure what goal that is, but you th- you think after seeing that I'm going to spend the night in a cabin <laughs> with you? You really think that, Tim? <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, go have a look. Uh, but once again, guys, thank you very much for watching. We'll be back very soon. As I said, we're recording three episodes tonight, so you get yeah. one every couple of days for the next week, uh, whether so, you like it or not. Whether you like it or not. So thank you very much for watching, guys. Keep watching scary movies. We'll see you next time.